Fitna.fm recently had the opportunity to be part of the Women's Wellness Expo hosted by OG Fitness and Around My Town. We are featuring excerpts of health and wellness presentations here on the Nona Voices podcast. This is Melissa Burns, image consultant with Marissa Alexandra Style. There is a very close relationship between what you are wearing and how you are feeling. And I plan to kind of unpack that with you guys for a few moments. And then I'm going to end by sharing just a couple tips um, that you can take home and start implementing and start interacting in new ways with your closet. Does that sound good? Okay, cool. Um, what does style have to do with wellness? I describe what my business is as at a corner. I'm like at the intersection of self-help and style because I really think that there is a very close relationship between what you're wearing and how you're feeling. And I'm gonna give you guys an example of that. How many moms are in the room? Raise your hand. Good job, moms. Thank you for your service. God bless us all, right? Like, it's important work, but it is work, right? I have two. My son is nine, um, almost nine. He's in second grade, and this year he kept nagging me about wanting red shoes, like all red shoes. Like, the soul even has to be red, mom. And I'm like, okay. And he started really picking up his negotiating skills as we got closer to picture day. He like really wanted to have all red shoes in time for picture day. And I did feel like I need to explain to him that his yearbook picture probably wouldn't be of his feet. <laughs> but he assured me that he understood. And so we went and got him his red shoes. And the night before picture day, he's like running in the living room because that's the kind of mom I am. <laughs> and he's, he's field testing these shoes. I'm not sure if you guys know, but um, red shoes are faster than blue shoes. Yes, we have done extensive research in my home. Um, red shoes are faster than blue shoes. And he's running around, and it just it dawned on me that you were not going to see his feet in his picture. But in those all red shoes, my son felt like the coolest kid in second grade. And that's what you were going to see in his picture, right? It's, it was all over his face. It was that confidence that he found from those shoes that was showing up um, in his picture, right? So I really think that what we put on physically has a huge, huge impact in how we feel about ourselves. Um, and then once we understand that, once we accept that relationship, we can actually start using that in strategic ways. So my long, complicated story that I'm going to truncate for you, it's been so fun to learn about people's wellness journeys today, right? Like you see someone and then you hear about everything they've been through and you're like, wow, I would have never guessed that you have been through so much, that you have walked through so much, that you've dealt with so much. Um, and so I thought that was like kind of a really cool thread that like all of the speakers like shared today. Um, so I have been on a wellness journey of my own. Um, I was 21 when I was diagnosed with juvenile diabetes. I was at the health center at good old UCF here uh, in Orlando, and I was told that my pancreas was shutting down, that it just was not producing insulin anymore, and that I was going to be dependent on external sources of insulin to stay alive for the rest of my life. Um, and to this day, I wear two devices on my person all the time. Um, one of them is my insulin pump that you can see here. It also beeps a lot, so I apologize, previous speakers, if you heard some, some rumblings over here. Um, 
And that was a hard season. I mean, it was my senior year of college. The world was like my oyster, right? Like it was right there, it was right in front of me. And this illness came and it really changed everything about my life. I cannot make a decision about my activity, my food, my sleep, my drink without considering and taking into account what, that, what that's gonna mean for diabetes that day. Um, and about 18 months after my first autoimmune diagnosis, I was um, given another autoimmune um, diagnosis. And I was very early in my 20s, recently married, um, and it just colored, it really, illness really colored my 20s. Um, and some days were better than others. And the thing about autoimmune is like, they're kind of invisible illnesses, right? Like you can't tell that someone is what they're experiencing by just looking at them. Um, and, I, and I do feel like I am, have been through a lot of healing. I feel like God used a lot of different things and lifestyle changes to get me to a place of health. But what I realized during those really dark years is on days that I didn't feel well, and I dressed like I didn't feel well, I didn't feel well. On days that I woke up and I didn't feel well, and I made the decision to put on some lipstick, to change out of my sweat, to take those fuzzy socks off, right? And to put on something else, like I actually felt a little bit better. And so I am 1000% not saying that a cute pair of shoes is going to heal your illness, right? That is not um, a cure, but I do think cute shoes could be a part of your road to recovery because I've experienced that power. So we, we learned that um, what we have on affects how we feel, right? And then we also learned that because that is true, there are things that we can do daily in our getting dressed um, that helps us feel a little bit better. It's actually power that we have. It's an act of self-care. It's a decision we can make daily to affect how we feel. Um, in addition to that, I would also say that because this is a tool, it can affect not just how we feel today, but actually who we're becoming. So is anyone here like a personal development junkie, like podcast, books, yeah, I knew it, <laughs> right? Like, especially in this realm, like there's always, what I love about healthy people is they're always trying to get better. Like they're always, they're, very rarely are people like, well, I'm healthy enough. I'm fit enough. Like I did 20 years at the gym and I'm good. It's like, no, they are just in it. They love it because of how it makes them feel. Like they are always on a journey to get better. Um, in her book, uh, The High Five Habit, Mel Robbins, anyone heard of her? Mel Robbins? Um, in her book, The High Five Habit, she talks about three limiting beliefs. Um, or three ways to overcome limiting beliefs that we have. And her third tip was to act like the person you want to become. Because sometimes action has to come before belief, right? And I've seen that, like, I have so many friends and clients and they write their goals down every morning and we mantra ourselves to death, right, in the morning and we tell ourselves, you are great, you are inspiring, you are successful, you are all of these things. But guess what, in her book, she lays out the science. Our subconscious actually needs to see action before it starts to believe itself. So we actually have to put feet to all of these things that we're telling ourselves that we are in order for it to happen. 
And I think getting dressed is just a really, really powerful way to say that we are in process. We are in process. We are becoming who we want to be. And that's a great way to show yourself. I mean, take external accountability out of it. A lot of stylists, a lot of people talk about how you dress because of how you want other people to think about you, right? I want us to look at, hey, let's pay attention to how we dress because it affects how you feel about you, right? So being able to show up in a way that is encouraging to yourself daily. That's the motivation, right? That's the reason we do it. Um, so I hope that you guys see like, yeah, there actually is something here between what I'm wearing and how I'm feeling. We know that this is a tool that we can use to encourage ourselves. And it's actually not just an encouragement for today. It's an encouragement for who we're trying to become for tomorrow. So I have three quick tips for you guys that you can take back to your closet today and, and just start that process of, of aligning what you're wearing to who you want to be. The first one is color. Figuring out what colors look good on you. <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> right, I know, it's like, and it's, it's right here, what does it say? I promise you, y'all, there's life outside of black, okay? <laughs> I would argue most people's most flattering color is not black. Right? But for some reason, we have that in our head, like, oh, it's slimming, or oh, it's chic and stylish. Like, but actually wearing a color that A, makes you happy, and B, complements your skin tone, it'll make you look like you got more than six hours of sleep. Right? So learning what colors look good on your body is something super easy that you guys can do. While I do recommend using a professional to do your color analysis, which is like cool again, it's all over the gram, right? Like you see people doing like the, is that just on my feed? You see them do the color analysis with like the swatches and stuff. Maybe it's just on mine. They got my number, they know what I'm into. Um, while you know, using a professional for that service is awesome, there's also a free app. I'm gonna tell you about it right now. It's called Dressica. D-R-E-S-S-I-K-A, Dressica. It's free in the app store. You take a picture of yourself. I will say it needs to be in natural light. So that means window, window you're facing it. So the light is coming at your face. Um, you take a picture and it'll tell you, here's colors that look good on you. It will also even make like makeup coloring suggestions for your skin tone and your hair tone, right? Okay, super easy, super free thing that you guys can do now to start learning what colors look best on you. The second is fit. How many women in here have more than two sizes of clothes in their closet, right? Like, do we have more than that? Do we have lots of sizes of clothes in our closet? Right, yes. And, and that's okay. I feel like we fluctuate, you know, weight fluctuates, what we like fluctuates, and that's okay. But getting dressed, no wonder that's a stressful process when you walk into your closet and you're greeted by most of your closet doesn't work right now. It's hard to get dressed when nothing fits, right? So I try to tell my clients, if you're on a weight loss journey, if you're on a health journey, excellent. Don't get rid of the clothes but they should not be the first thing you see when you walk into your closet. Pack them up, put them in a different room. They'll be ready for you when you're ready. But mentally, it's a lot less stressful when you enter your closet and you're greeted by things that will work for you today, okay? And stop living by the number, right? Like, those fours are just, they will stay in my closet until I am dead. Like, it's just not happening again. 
it's not happening again. And that's okay. I need to move on, right? I need to move on. Um, stop living by the number, okay? Because that, that, that's, that's not even a reflection of you, of who you are. And so wear things that fit you. A designer suit in the wrong size is not going to read as chic as something you bought from TJ Maxx that fits you. Okay, so fit is super, super important. That's the easiest thing you guys can do to elevate an outfit. You don't want something that's too tight, even if it's designer, even if it's a very teeny tiny number. If it doesn't fit you well, it's actually not making the impression that you think it's making. And the same goes the other way. I have a lot of clients who are hesitant to get rid of their bigger clothes because they still see themselves that way. But when you wear something that fits you, no matter the brand, no matter the size, that's gonna be making the best impression, not just for others, but to yourself as well. Um, and the third tip is what I call power pieces. Have y'all heard of a power suit? Right, like this concept of we put on the power suit and it makes us feel awesome. Well, I would argue that we could also use power pieces. These are things that make you feel awesome, that make you feel like a bad A. <laughs> when you look in the mirror, my power pieces happen to be a big old pair of hoops and a bold lip. And it doesn't matter if I'm in jeans and a t-shirt, if I have on my power pieces, I feel like it's gonna be a good day. I feel like I can take on this day. And so think back to a time when you looked in the mirror and you were like, hey girl, I look good, like, yes. Think about what you were wearing. Was it a dress that fit you super well? Was it a great pair of pants? Was it a funky pair of shoes, right? Think about what makes you feel like you. Think about what gives you that little bit of jazz. Like, what is this? I don't know, like, zzz, right? Like, what's that buzz, right? Like, sometimes you have it, right? Pay attention to when you have it. So you learn what those things are, and then you can start using these things as tools to encourage yourself to feel well, to feel like that boss that you tell yourself you are in the mirror every morning. So figure out what those power pieces are. Is that a pair of earrings? Is that a a designer purse, and then you can start aligning your wardrobe to that and get dressed with intention. You can get dressed when on days you feel amazing and on days when you don't feel amazing, you'll know what to do. All right, that's it for me. Thank you, friends.